You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. Let's close out the week. It is Friday, July 23rd. Appreciate you joining me. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. And let's dive right into it. Uh, let's talk about our crumbling empire, the Big 12 Conference. Conference realignment talk continues to dominate the college football news cycle. Uh, so today's update is that the Big 12 power brokers met together, but apparently officials from Texas and Oklahoma were not on that call. So they essentially were like, peace, you guys handle it yourselves. The uh, eight teams and eight you know, schools that did meet were basically discussing options as to, you know, what could happen if this thing dissolves. And another part of it, according to Ross Dellinger from SI, was leadership there wants to know why Texas and Oklahoma are leaving. Uh, I, I could give them a few reasons. I think I might have some insight on that. I don't feel like it's a big secret, but they want to actually sit down and talk with these schools and see what's driving um, their interest in changing. So what we know for sure, I, I think we can say confidently, Texas and Oklahoma want to leave the Big 12 Conference. They're trying to join the SEC. Now the details on if and when that would go down, that's still happening. Um, it's all pure speculation as far as what would happen to the Big 12 if that happened. I believe if you're if you're holding on to the hope that these 10 teams will stay together in the Big 12 conference and nothing will change. The best hope for that at this point is that the SEC just decide the SEC institutions decide they don't want Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC, which I would say that's still a possibility because Texas A&M is a hard no. It seems we've heard Missouri is also not interested in uh, allowing these two schools in. And from a competitive standpoint, I would think schools like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, I mean, why would you, schools that recruit a lot in Texas like those those universities and are already struggling to kind of stay in the top half of the Southeastern Conference, why would you want to add two really good programs to that mix? Now, Texas hasn't shown that it's been a really good program on the field as of late, but the history is there, and we know the recruiting has been solid. It would probably increase there um, once they move to the SEC. So I feel like there's reasons as to why, you know, four schools would say, no thanks, we don't want we don't want these teams involved. I just, I don't know at the end of the day how much the league is like, hey, we get it. This is not great for you individually, but this is what we need to do. So <laughs> fall in line. Like just just get with it. Cast the vote. Don't worry about it. We we have to do this. And this is I mean, this is the way that college sports is moving now. Um we've heard about super conferences. I didn't think it would happen this quickly. It also shows you like the lack of respect that Texas know you have for the rest of the league. Now, I don't know what their plan was going to be. We've heard that they had maybe planned on trying to give everybody else a heads up. Um, 
I don't know what to think about the path moving forward for TCU. I feel like there's options. I, it's This is not a good situation. Okay, like we let's just put that out there right now. It's not a good situation. It's not ideal. You're again potentially in, in kind of scramble mode. But whether it's trying to go join the Pac-12, I think that could be a good thing. I'm not as bullish on the idea of let's add three or four teams to the existing eight teams and continue with the Big 12 because I just don't know who the Big 12 could go and get. I mean, Houston, Memphis, UCF, they're good football programs. But I'm skeptical that a souped-up American conference is going to make a big impact as far as your national footprint, chance to go win a national title, even in even in an expanded playoff. I don't know how that would go down. But it appears as we sit here on July 23rd that this is this is pretty far down the tracks. This is not just as simple as OU and Texas kind of peeking in the SEC offices and saying, "Hey, what do you guys have going on here?" What could we figure out? I mean, this plan is, is moving quickly. Uh, I do wonder, though, if if the Big 12, when it comes down to it, says, okay, you can leave, but you got to get through the end of this TV rights deal, which ends in 2025. Like, you, you want to go form that super conference? Fine. But we, we got four more years here with you. And... That would buy the Big 12 some time to form a plan. Or, if they didn't want to form a plan, if the eight individual schools just kind of wanted to say, well, we're, we're all on our own, we'll have to find our own thing, then that would give the schools time to figure that out as well. However, I believe that if, if Texas and OU were like, we want to leave, something will get worked out to where they can bail after this year. Because from a from a Big 12 standpoint, what's the point of, of holding them hostage, essentially? Like, keeping them in the league if they don't want to be there. It's just, it's not a great practice. Even with everything at stake with the rest of the Big 12, I don't think it'd be fantastic to just try to draw a line in the sand and say, no, you can't leave uh, until 2025. So it's still going down as TCU enters its 10th year in the Big 12. Frogs might be moving conferences again, but we will keep tabs on this story. Coming up next, though, I want to get back into some uh, discussion that I started earlier this week. Let's continue our segment of ranking the TCU football games on the schedule by importance. We'll do that next on Locked on Horn Frogs. Before that, though, I did want to tell you about Built Bar. Are you on the go all the time? Are you having a stressful day? I'm really, uh, I'm feeling pretty whipped right now between starting a new job and having a, a newborn baby at the house. It's been kind of hard to balance everything. And one thing that sort of falls by the wayside is eating because your schedule's all messed up. But Built Bar makes up for it because it's got almost 200 calories in it, five grams of sugar, five grams of fat. It's good for you, and it also fills you up. It'll tie you over. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get 15% off your next order. 
Segment two coming your way on the Locked On Horn Frogs. And I, I started this segment earlier this week. I said, hey, let's rank the games on the TCU football schedule, the regular season schedule, those 12 games. Let's rank them in order from least important to most important. Uh, and I don't really feel like anyone would argue with me on what ended up being the least important. That was Duquesne. Season opener, home opener, chance for the Frogs to beat up on an FCS opponent, feel good about themselves, work on some things in a game environment. But that's all that, that is. I mean, that's that's the extent of what the Duquesne game and its purpose is. There's not a lot to be gained either way. And I think I might surprise some folks tonight because it would be easy to say, well, the three least important games are the non-conference games. You just go down the list, Duquesne, and then whatever combination of Cal and SMU you want to put out there, those are the three least important games. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna zig a little bit, though, or zag. I don't know what, what the expression is. And I think the 11th most important game on the TCU football schedule is against Kansas Jayhawks. It's the second-to-last game of the year in late November. KU, it's a conference game. Yes, understood. But, new head coach in Lance Leipold, their third head coach technically, during the spring and summer semester, started the offseason with Les Miles. He gets let go after... Some allegations against him at LSU surface. They go to Emmett Jones as an interim. And now uh, Lance Leipold comes over from Buffalo to take on Kansas. And TCU's had some battles with KU football. Which is embarrassing to say, but it's the truth. Um, they lost there one, t- one time in Lawrence. There were also a few games at home and on the road where they struggled. I mean, the team struggled a little bit. Now, the last three seasons, I think they've kind of figured this out. Um, or, or the last two seasons, I guess I should say. They started to really whip up on KU. And it feels like they finally understood, okay, this is a team. We just have to hit the bricks from the beginning, blow them out of the water, and then we can relax a little bit, move on to the next week's prep. So I'm no longer nervous about the Kansas game now, at least this year, right? Like Lance Leipold could turn out to be a great coach. I don't know. I don't know a lot about him other than he did a nice job at Buffalo, and Buffalo's a tough place to win. However, at the moment, he's trying, he's inheriting and trying to learn an entirely new roster for him. This is a, a group that struggled. I mean, Kansas football has struggled historically for a long time, but last season seemed to be a new level of just not even really being able to get on the same page or do anything as a functioning team until their last game of the year against Tech. So, TCU should beat Kansas. It shouldn't be much of a fight. And 
it's a conference game. So I understand there is a, a baseline level of importance that comes with it. I'm just looking at it from a strictly, like, that's a game CCU should win. And as far as resume builders go, games against SMU and Cal are going to be more important in my mind. As long as you just win the Kansas game, which shouldn't be the most difficult thing in the world. I don't know who's playing quarterback for KU this year. Might be Miles Kendrick. New coaching staff. A, a pretty new roster in a lot of ways. But for me, it's the 11th most important game on schedule. Second to last game of the year. So, no chance that they're going to come in and be caught off guard. KU, TCU. That's your 11th most important game on the TCU schedule. Uh, coming up on Monday, we'll knock out number 10. This is Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, thank you for joining me this morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you did. Uh, keep you updated throughout the weekend and into Monday on this realignment talk, realignment issues. We'll see kind of where we're at. Once the dust settles, this has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, your team every day.